Moonsault Splash! Whoa! Jay's gonna do it! Early bell. Draw Straws Raw with your host, the Raw Dog, Eric B. And Randy C. And now, on with the show. Release the hounds. Hello, friends, listeners, and newcomers. It's me, Eric B., the Raw Dog, and I am back with Randy C. to bring you the Draw Straws Review here on Sunday night's main event. Randy, say hi to all the fine folks in SME land. Throw down your socks and hold on to your cocks. Hey, 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 we're back from vacation. Eric had some tacos of the different Mexican variation. Hey, everybody, it's me, Randy C. And as usual, we are powered by something. Powered by something. This week, we are powered by, of course, Destiny Wrestling. Tickets for Carnage on March 3rd are still on sale at the Battle Arts Academy. Use the code DESTINY for front row, use code TRENT for second row, and use code FUERZA for GA tickets. That match, is the card is featuring Mustafa Ali versus FUERZA, TRENT Severn versus a mystery opponent, Tarek versus Charles Mason, Rivality versus the main event, Amir Jordan versus Mark Wheeler versus Jax Williams versus... Yane Harrison versus T.I.M. versus Nolo Catano and many, many more for fans looking to attend both Reckless on February 24th in Oshawa and Carnage on March 3rd. You can also get a combo ticket deal via www.reveltree.ca forward slash event forward slash Reckless. Get two general mission tickets for only $50. All information will be down below as well as Jason Mitchell's Stag and Doe. Jason and Michelle Ooh. are getting married and they're having a Stag and Doe on May 25th, 2024. You can reach out to Jason Mitchell on Facebook. They have a whole bunch of prizes, giveaways, dancing, booze, everything. And why am I doing this? Because five bucks is five bucks. More to five come. Five bucks is five bucks, folks. We got and- five bucks. And last but not least, we are powered by Chiquita Bananas. And why, Minoro? Monkeys never cramp. No, they never cramp. That's right. That's right. And 
hello everybody thank you for your patience we were on vacation eric a little more than mine but eric how was <laughs> what were you doing how were you doing how are you what was i doing what was i doing randy what do you want to know man just you're asking me way too many questions at the start of the day here but no randy i'm happy to answer your questions and i am back from mexico for now back from mexico in cold canada and it is a little cold here i gotta say it definitely uh smacked me in the face the first time that i took harley out for a walk but man yeah i had probably like the best vacation ever for sure two amazing weeks just flew by entirely way too fast I um did I tell you that I ran for the king of Barra de Navidad, Randy? I ran for the king of Barra de Navidad and they were treating me like royalty. And may I say that everybody that I walked by, I definitely addressed as peasants. Peasantry was what I would like to refer to them as. Um, but no, I mean beaches, tequila, great times, uh, great friends, um, just a ton of laughs with someone new to, which has just been uh completely fun and great experience for me i think that i definitely had the best trip ever so uh yeah randy do you know what also is pretty cool i didn't get sick one time nice you took your shots before right yeah i did not take any shots I think <laughs> i'm starting to build up like a natural immunity here at this point just to being uh, a mexican man with my third year here in february in barda navidad but um Dude, for this competition, I had to do a speech. I had to do a performance. Um, and I got a brand new friend here, too, who's named Rudy the Rooster. So Rudy the Rooster, you guys can't see on screen right now. But occasionally, you might hear Rudy the Rooster's dismay about certain things that happened on Monday Night Raw. And when he does feel a little dismayed, Randy, he's going to say this. He's going to say what? What do you, what <laughs> what do you gonna, think about that? Try what that again, please. That? What are you going to say? <laughs> okay people we are having a little internet problem there but that is a quack or a duck chirp or whatever you that is a rubber squawk. Duck. that squawk, is a squawk, squawk. And, and randy may i tell you that this rooster this cock opens doors i i have no idea how it's possible but i have pictures of his adventures as well and this includes going to the ocean going on a coconut excursion grabbing a few coconuts from the water and also getting himself into the cockpit of an airplane, which as far as I'm concerned is an FDA federal offense. But for whatever reason, they were like, come on in with the chicken, man. Let's just go for it. Um, hey, Randy, all I can say is only in Mexico, right? Uh, things, special things definitely happen in Mexico. And the area where I stay is just a beautiful, quiet, <laughs> quiet-ish town. Quiet enough when you want it to be, loud enough when you want it to be as well. And uh, yeah, I, I absolutely miss um, being there and um, a lot a lot of other things about, you know, people who are there right now. But uh, I won't go too much into that. But yeah, this is a, a very happy raw dog returning from a very good vacation. Fantastic, fantastic news. And to say it's very quiet, I, I sort of disagree with you because every single time I talk to you on the phone, we talk for like 30 seconds and all of a sudden in the background. Da -na 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 -na, like was in the back <laughs> trumpets were blazing like i talked to you for 20 minutes and out of that 20 minutes three times the song would come blasting by your window so i don't know how much <laughs> so exactly so i don't know how yeah. quiet i guess it was for you totally but hey. i'm glad you had a great time 
it was quiet enough. It was quiet enough. But, uh, yeah, I had myself a great time, and uh, I'd say that that experience of doing the the King of Vard and Avidad, they call it the Ray Momo, which is uh, defined as the Silly King. That was probably one of the better experiences that I've had in my life. And um, man, as soon as I looked out and I saw all of the supporters I had in the crowd as I was doing my performance, as I was doing my speech, I was like, wow, I know a lot of people in this town. And um, sometimes I discredit myself even for, I guess, the impact that I have on a community. And uh, yeah, I, I just absolutely loved doing that experience. Uh, had a princess out in the crowd, you know, cheerleader taking care of me and, and watching over me. So it was pretty awesome. Fantastic, fantastic. Did you get us any sponsors of the alcohol? I did not get us any sponsors. Why? Why? You're the king of Barra, Mexico, and you never got us one sponsor. <laughs> Next time I tell you, you go down, you have to get us at least one, and they have to be on a $5 ivory. That's all I got to say. So you better make sure um, that happens next time. It's definitely brought to you by the peasants of Arden Navidad, my peasants. Um, no, I'm just joking. I, I did not win the competition. I was told that I was too young to win the competition. And for those that don't know, I am 39 years old. And I'd say that the median age probably in Barra is solid 65 to 69. Um, yeah. And I also wasn't, I mean, the old way that it was defined to the Ray Momo was supposed to be the drunkest, ugliest man in town. So I definitely had the ugly thing going, but I wasn't wasted nearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> you gave the average age of 65. Those chicks must have been hot sitting in their lawn chairs talking about like really sweating at four o'clock in the afternoon. But yeah, they must have been really hot. So I think it was what, 30, 35 degrees while you're down there? I'm playing with Yeah, you. yeah, it was, it was. And then the last two days I was there, it rained, which actually wasn't a problem honestly because i just it was finally like okay i'll just hang out inside for a little while and and not be super hot and all that stuff but you get really used to it really quickly uh you know but the first couple of days you're like man it's just burning hot days after that it's like 28 degrees outside and you're like why is it so cold i need a sweater you got a sweater for me brother randy you got a sweater for me yes i do you uh, i gave it to you a couple of weeks ago um but uh well, how was my vacation? Well, thanks. Eric. Yeah, how was, how was vacation? my vacation? I, I, I stayed away from wrestling. I don't know. There's a lot of wrestling news that was going on in the last couple of weeks, but I, I just try to stay away from it to the most part. Uh, I'll tell you, Eric, yeah. um, I'm glad we had this little hiatus. And thank you, everybody, for your patience with us as well. But with everything that's going on in the wrestling world, I do want to talk about it. And uh, yeah, I get it why people are upset. But uh Right now, uh, media in general, I'm not talking just in wrestling, just media in general is really perturbing me. So, uh, yeah, yep. staying away from two weeks of of wrestling was actually pretty good. And then starting to watch it. I did watch last week, I should say. I shouldn't, I shouldn't lie fully. But uh, <laughs> just looking at it at the, the product, I was, I was really happy. And uh, just not listening to certain things and so on and so forth it made me really happy um jeremy had a bowling tournament so he did really well we finished third so that was another nice. good thing i uh, worked on some of our graphics as you can see the rod dogs are finally out t-shirt to come i like that you were the great dane sir because harley of course is a great day and well, hey wait a minute wait a minute he's a greyhound but i like the greyhound. Greyhound. sorry sorry dane because 
the raw dog is the big dog on campus. And Randy C, Randy C, what do you want to call yourself going forward? Hydro. <laughs> no. Pedro, Pedro the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. Good question. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, listeners, you tell us what do we want to call me? Five bucks is five bucks. <laughs> it is that, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Um, but yeah, not not really did that much. Um, my back still hurts. Um, so yeah, well, that was about it. But do you want this to get in? Exciting. This is an exciting start of the show, Randy. I gotta say, we're talking about the most random stuff that I've ever heard in my life. We're talking about. Kings of Bard and Navidad competitions. We're talking about back pain and we're talking about roosters of all things. Right. And we're squawking along here. We're for the cocks of the walk. You know, that's what we're going to say going forward here. That's uh, the raw dog is ready to go, though, Randy. And uh, he's happy that all of the listeners of the show provided us with all of their patience over the last couple of weeks. So, guys, thank you so much for coming back to the show today. We are happy to have you here as always. Um and we are ready to take your five bucks. Hey, if you if you want to do an ad read for five dollars, then we will give you 20 seconds of radio time. 20 seconds of radio time for five bucks. That and is you, a wild deal, Randy. And you can talk about anything you want. Um, I already have some suggestions when I threw this out there in the last couple of weeks. Um, I have to keep a surprise because I literally have this one. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not like cursing or anything, but it is an announcement. So I don't know why this, uh, I'll give you a hint why this girl wants to do this to this man that listens to our show. So I, <laughs> it, it's going to be funny. That's going to be funny. So exactly. So. You guys are, you guys are here for the ride and we're happy to have you along for the ride. And uh, like Randy said, we both avoided some wrestling the last couple of weeks. So looking at even some of the matches that were up on the match card for Raw last night before Raw started, I was like, what is going on in the spectrum of wrestling right now? What is happening in the world? Why are all of these fine, you know, different SmackDown ladies here on Raw tonight and all of that great stuff? And I know that so many people just watching that segment, for example, they were like, what is happening? They really had to over-process it for a little while, right? That's so. Right. Randy, um, I, ho I hope that you enjoyed your wrestling break, and I hope that you also enjoyed your break away from me, because, listen, ultimately, Randy knows it. I am, you know, I'm a raw dog, man. I'm just going to keep on dogging away, and sometimes I'm just going to keep barking at Randy, and he is a, he's a very good friend. So, Randy, thank you for your friendship. Appreciate you always. Friendship. Yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. Friendship, it's the word of the day. <laughs> well, let's go on just before we get into the Raw today about, I guess, some of the little news that we can go over. The yes. Rock challenging Roman Reigns, then switching, then Cody challenges Roman Reigns. Now, the Rock part of the bloodline, putting out really good promos, I will say that. Really, really good of promos. Um, not just yep. on, uh, especially on SmackDown or the press conference or whatever it may be. So it switched the whole whole wrestlemania outlook all around in every single way especially with stuff that happened last night too switching the rest mm -hmm. wrestlemania outlook in a whole bunch of different ways but i have to put the rock on a pedestal up there from going face to heel and making up the stuff that uh he's been doing um i yep. will acknowledge something um during uh the rock on smackdown and they all come out at the very very end with the bloodline putting all their one fingers up and the rock putting up the gun finger 
that definitely mm-hmm. definitely says something for the future. Will it be WrestleMania? I do not think so, but I do think it's going to lead into the Rock versus Roman next WrestleMania. So just remember this yeah. spot right here. So well, the Rock, uh, the Rock is brilliant in the sense where he can do these little things and instantly people know this is connected to something storyline based long term he's got his $500 shirts back the guy can adapt on the fly like man he just he, he's just pure gold and he knows how to take what is going on there in the wrestling universe the landscape and make it work for him so look you're gonna boo the rock you're actually gonna boo the rock then he's yes. gonna come out and he's gonna be the best version of the heel rock that he possibly can be me personally, I can't believe that the internet wrestling community somehow changed this entire landscape of WrestleMania. I think it's crazy. I think it's really crazy, Randy. Think about all the times in the past where they just said, we don't care, right? Daniel Bryan. This match. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, for example, Brock Lesnar, right? Like, let's let's go ahead and look at all of these different times where people are like, we're going to hijack this match and we're going to make it terrible. Even though it's a good match, maybe we're just going to make it terrible. This time they were like, you know what? No, we're going to cry and cry and cry and complain and write some notes to management. And I got to say, all those Karens out there in wrestling land, you guys made this happen. So I'm not mad about it at all. Ultimately, just give me a good storyline. That's really all I care about leading into WrestleMania. Rock is still going to be there. That's cool. Um, And people are all happy with their precious american nightmare cody being the i don't know the guy who might finally finish the story here randy Ooh, finishing the story with cody rhodes see i honestly don't think i'm opposite on the spectrum this is why i'm not like in the media and what's going on in speculations even the background stuff of going on right now i honestly think cody rhodes had to win the rumble for something and that's the headline at wrestlemania and it is against roman reigns there was no seth rollins picture in this i don't care what anybody says on that aspect of it now, The Rock coming back right. and doing what he did, I just definitely think it's a little part or like a little cog in the wheels type thing to throw everybody off to give everybody what they want and to make storylines obviously come together in the future. The CM Punk thing, the injury, I think that was a big cog in the wheel as well. Nobody expected CM Punk to be hurt. So what do they do? Correct. This is exactly on how they fix that issue on what to do. And it is a good way to do it. Now, um, now stories will go on a little more than a year. CM Punk, the second biggest straw, now is out probably for a good six to nine months, right? What are we going to have yeah. to do? How is Seth going to be um, uh, used? Um, everything's getting sort of switched, like we've seen stuff with Drew tonight, everything else like that. Um, it is a good way to do it, and that's why they're good at doing their job. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm definitely... I'm excited for WrestleMania. I'm like really, really excited. And I'm, I, I don't even know what's going to be happening. We do have uh, little seeds coming in line or coming in place right now. So, but uh, we might as well get into Raw tonight, right? Little seeds planted in a row. That yes. was actually the, that is actually the tagline of tonight's Monday Night Raw, believe it or not. Yeah. No, little it seeds. wasn't. No, it I wasn't, but so. I'm going to say it anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it. And I don't care what anybody thinks out there in radio land or internet land. You guys can cancel me if you want to. Little seeds have been planted tonight on Monday Night Raw. Many Should we start with some little seeds? Let's Get do it. Seeds, Rande. Let's do it. All right, cool. Let's go for it. All right, Monday Night Raw came from Anaheim, California. 
Michael Cole and Pat McAfee on the microphone. Randy, are you getting a little bit more used to Pat McAfee being on Monday Night Raw again? In this corner, you'll heal it tonight, but Pat McAfee did Pat McAfee did a terrible job tonight. I'm sorry. No, I'm not getting used to it. <laughs> no, me neither, man. I feel like there's something that is just disconnected from like the Pat McAfee that we knew and loved. And also the one that we see on his own radio show and talking about football is just not there right now. That passion that he had before seems to be a little bit disconnected. It seems like this is more about a paycheck to me than it is about a passion. Well, you're absolutely right. The guy's busy as hell, right? You have a lot of eggs yeah. and so many baskets right now. And to focus on one thing, you, you lose focus on one thing when you're when you're trying to work out a whole bunch, right? And it, yeah. it can hinder. Now, his uh, podcast, I listen to it. It's on TSN even on uh, during the week. I listen to it and watch it on a regular basis. And it seems like he's just focused more or less on that. I'm not saying that he isn't a good wrestler for a celebrity or anything else like that, but he just needs mm -hmm. a little more focus and then he will be great. Cause there is one thing you cannot deny about that gentleman. He is a personality. No, absolutely. He's charismatic as, as anybody can possibly be. I mean, he might not get a rooster to go into like a, sorry, a plastic rooster to go into a cockpit mid flight, but you know, uh, he's still charismatic enough. I'm not going to knock him for that, hey. but Randy, we're about a half a month away here from WrestleMania. Like you said, you were really hyped up. Sorry, a month and a half here away from WrestleMania. You're super hyped up for it. You're razzed up. You're ready to go. Uh, the Rock has officially joined the bloodline. Um, for me, you know, I know that a lot has happened since I'm away, but for me, the whole thing that they did with the bloodline family tree, the Samoan dynasty family tree, I thought that was excellent. There are so many little things in there that are hidden that people have picked out. Jacob Fat 2 was added to the list, so that's a big deal too. Expect him to see, sorry, expect to see him probably by WrestleMania. He might be the new random oos that is inserted here to try to make this happen. But the first match of the night, actually, and this is pretty crazy as I'm seeing this, the first match of the night is Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre. And Randy right now is completely against Drew McIntyre. He is off that Drew chain. He doesn't care if he's wearing a black leather kilt or a black leather jacket. Doesn't matter to him, right? Sword or no sword, Randy, you're not a Drew guy anymore, are you? I'm not a Drew guy at all. At all. But to start off this with him and Cody Rhodes was a brilliant idea, a brilliant move to do. So it was it's a hot. It's a hot start, man. You know, we've been seeing these hot starts recently in Raw um, ever since. Ever since really Triple H took the reins, the hot starts have been something that we've been seeing more commonly. And I have to give kudos to AEW because at their heyday, as far as I'm concerned, as popularity, they were the ones that were doing the hot starts first before Monday Night Raw was doing it. Raw was building up to the main event and they weren't paying attention to the fact that that third hour always has a drip in ratings. So I think that this is really good that they did this. And also... I'm a big fan of, you know, uh, the Samoan Spike. I'm a big fan here of the distraction win. And I I liked the match. Like, I thought that it was a good match. It had a big feel to it. I think giving Drew the win, even with the uh, Solo Sokoa interruption, was a good choice. And I think that it makes Cody have to kind of come back and look even stronger next week to really put himself still into that WrestleMania spotlight. Maybe even against Solo on Monday Night Raw. 
Like, yeah. The, well, I, I did not think the ending was going to be like this. I'm like, how are they going to make it that Cody doesn't get, like lose? And I know Drew's not going to win. Like, that's exactly what I thought at the beginning of this. So, like you said, <laughs> the interference with the bloodline, when Jimmy runs a little interference and then Solo came from behind with the spike, um, it threw me off. And Drew gets a pin. When's the last time Drew's gotten a pin? Oh, Sami Zayn. I, I forgot all about that. I'm playing <laughs> with it. But it's, yeah, it was it was a good match. Long. Like, went a couple of segments on TV. And we got the surprise of the bloodline coming over to Raw. The seed. The seed is starting to be planted. Now, Drew. Little seeds. Yeah. Little seeds have been planted. What really pissed me off. You know what really pissed me off about this match? You tell Drew me. was saying, this is what the, the hypocrite guy that he is. Bloodline interfering in my matches and blah, 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 blah. Guess what happened? Bloodline interfering in a match and he won. And he took it. And he took it. He didn't say oh, anything Lord. about the bloodline afterwards. He didn't complain. Oh, my God, you bloodline bastards. You know, he didn't say anything like that. It just didn't happen, right? And so he pinned him. I completely pinned agree. Him. I completely agree. He got the pin. He won. It's been a long time since Drew McIntyre has had that strange choice for it to be Cody Rhodes that he gets the pin from. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, por qué? No. Like, it was just mm -hmm. completely confusing to me in every sense of the way. Um, and then I got a little confused, too, by what happens next. But anyways, that's that's a different thing. We get a quick video package here of Gunther versus Jay Uso before tonight's Intercontinental title match. Randy, come on. Every single time that they bring up a new opponent for Gunther and it's just like a more meek and mediocre opponent, I'm just like, why are we doing this? Jay Uso, come on. We hit the peak of opponents at Chad Gable. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> You're right? wrong. Like the, the... You're absolutely wrong. But go ahead. What? Keep going. Go on. Keep going. What? Finish what you say. Then I'll say my what? bit. All right. The peak of opponents is Chad Gable, in my opinion, because of the reaction that it got from the crowd, the reaction that it got from the fan base. And it also put Chad Gable entirely back on the map as a legitimate threat. But that's what my thoughts are. Randy, I'd like to hear what your hot take is on that. You got the big fight feel. Guess what? Production tonight, and you're going to hear it in, in this corner, was top notch, top shelf. I want to know. You have a main event coming on. I want to know how Gunther's going to get there, how Jay is going to overcome, so on and so forth. Put a package together and put it over. This is definitely the way it should go. It's a main fight feel. When we used to watch Maple Leaf Gardens um, wrestling on Saturday at 1 p.m. and saw Hulk Hogan saying, I'm coming to Toronto and I'm going to beat up the Mohawk kid and blah, 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 blah. That's what <laughs> I got excited for. You know what I mean? So the Mohawk kid. I'm just using reference. that. <laughs> I'm just using <laughs> that as an example. But the production on this to the give the big fight feel with these little vignettes or promos, uh, I'm yeah. a little different than you, Eric. I, I enjoy it. No, I, I I don't mind the vignettes. I think the vignettes are great. I'm just talking about the opponent. That's what I'm talking about. The vignettes himself is great. It brings you in. If Like, for example, the two of us, we haven't watched for a few weeks. It gives us a little bit of a kind of hype up and also a refresher as to how we got here. So I do like that. Um, after that, we had Andrade come on screen and do his whole thing about how he's been away from wrestling and family and all of that stuff. And it's now, the time is now for Andrade and Randy is the time now for Andrade. I mean, maybe as an IC title holder after Gunther loses it, 
but I don't know what else there is for Andrade here. I'm happy to see that he's back in WWE. He's where he wants to be, right? Um, but I just don't know what Andrade being on the main roster is really going to do for his career as far as accolades go. Well, as the famous John Cena would say, the time is now. Um, it's better to be on TV than off TV. So it doesn't make a difference if he's wrestling Tozawa or if he's wrestling the Mohawk kid, right? To have him <laughs> on TV. Um, you definitely need to see him because if you do not see him, he's definitely forgotten. The only thing about yeah. this promo I didn't get, and um I, I'm liking on how they we talked about this in the past. Um, I'm liking on how they're um people with uh language barriers or so on and so forth that can only half understand um people that they were doing the subtitles um they let and in this our board last night on snme proved it too they let him just talk and uh mm -hmm. he got a little better uh, i could understand the translation but i still wouldn't mind subtitles for it i'm a gentleman that don't speak those languages and i think it just makes it better and stronger especially speaking into the camera so we see the success it is doing with Shinsuke and uh, the Kabuki Warriors. So um, why not with Andrade, right? It could help. Yeah. Him. Or have somebody. No, it, I do like that. I do like that they do that with. Listen, you. if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you know that I'm a huge Shinsuke Nakamura supporter, especially with this heel change and the New Japan Shinsuke that you were thinking that, you know, you were starting to see now. But that's obviously died down into the background. And I've gotten mocked so many times for saying that I think Shinsuke Nakamura is like a main event guy, but yeah. screw it. It's my opinion. I don't that's care. Right. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. I like it that you guys have adverse opinions to me. I like that Randy challenges me all the time too. Um, it just shows this is what this community is about, right? We all have different opinions and we all like different things. Randy, the Telestrator graphics. The Telestrator graphics for Cody and Drew. It just... I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, why are they drawing just like a giant penis on the screen right now? Which is <laughs> leading from Solo Sokoa's hand right into the chin of Cody Rhodes. I don't think Cody okayed that. That didn't really make him look too strong. <laughs> but no, the no. Telestrator graphics, plus or minus for you? Minus, minus. I always <laughs> say it with NFL, any Telestrator, because sometimes it can make mistakes. Sometimes it can draw other pictures, like you say. It actually makes them sometimes look stupid. Right. NFL does that. NFL on Fox. It's like the hockey yes. puck with the red streak behind it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We're not watching M NBA Jam. We're watching wrestling. We don't need Telestrate. We've seen what happened. Yeah. It's absolutely not uh, necessary, in my opinion. It just, it's dumb. I get what they're trying to do there. Real fight feel. Randy just said it too. They do it in football games, hockey games, trying to make it a real sport feel as well. But that's it. All right, so then Cody is in the back, and he tells Adam Pierce he's fine with Seth Rollins, and he comes knowing, look, um, after this, we have the Elimination Chamber qualifying match, Battle Royal. Oh, my Lord, Randy, this just has a hell of a lot of ladies in it. Zia Lee, Valhalla, Tegan Knox, Natalia, our personal favorite, Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, Maxine Dupree. Everyone loves Maxine Dupree. Ivy Nile. Electra Lopez, Caden Carter, Katana Chance, <laughs> Mitch and Zoe Stark, Zelina Vega, Shayna Baszler, Chelsea Green, Alba Fire, Isla Dawn, Raquel Gonzalez, and B-Fab. Oh my God, guys. That just took a lot for me to get out there. <laughs> Absolutely a lot for me to get out there. 
But I can't believe that this match was completed in less than 15 minutes. And the reason okay. why is because of how many people <laughs> <laughs> how many people i just mentioned though just imagine if this was a men's battle royal it yeah. definitely would have been like a 25 minute segment but at the end 12 minutes at the end it is raquel rodriguez who wins uh, i almost just said gonzalez again because it's just so normal for me to say right it just only makes yeah. sense and they kept it mostly quick uh it's a good choice for her to go onto the chamber you need people in the elimination chamber match who are going to give you great spots and if you have a powerhouse like her in the match, who is very athletic as well, then you have, you know, the opening there for some great spots. Do you yeah. think they made a good choice with her? No, um, but yes, I, Raquel is coming back. Um, I love Raquel. You, you guys know, you know, you know, you know, I love Raquel. So you um, you're, 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 you're just being adverse. Randy is being contrarian to me today. I avoided internet media. I avoided <laughs> internet wrestling chat and Randy is being a contrarian to me. I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry, but that's why we like each other. We could talk about this like gentlemen and then tell the reasons <laughs> why Raquel yeah. Gonzalez or Rodriguez. So you got me to say it now comes back with her <laughs> debut um, into the battle Royal and wins the battle royal to go into the elimination chamber. Do I think it's a smart move? Yes. The one thing I don't, I don't really get with Raquel anymore. Before when she was NXT and did the back thing. Yeah. Mean, she had a big back. Yeah, yeah. Now she does the back thing and flexes her muscles. Zoe Starks has a big, bigger back, like more defined <laughs> back there, so I don't get it. But in turn, I still like Raquel. The person I put on... Because guess what? When I enter a battle royal uh, uh, pick zone, I pick Chelsea mm -hmm. Green. I can pick the character I want. I don't get chosen Queen Zelina or whatever it may be on that aspect. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. But uh, yeah, Chelsea Green hiding, doing a little uh, hiding at the end of the ring to try to eliminate Raquel. And then Raquel throwing out Chelsea. I was actually hoping for Chelsea Green in it because I, I don't know. I, I think everything needs a little funny, but I guess the Elimination Chamber has to be serious because it is your spot at WrestleMania. So they did yeah. pick the right person. So Yeah, well, listen, I, I think that, listen, Chelsea Green isn't only funny, right? She can definitely go in the ring. She can definitely work. It just we don't get to see enough of that because they're only focused on the comedy really aspect with her. Rarely does she get more than five minutes in a match to show you what she can do, right? right? Chelsea Green has worked for so many promotions. Like, if you watch her talking about how Matt Cardona got into the indies, she was the door in for him. Like, as yeah. soon as he got fired from WWE, she said, here, here's the numbers for everybody. Call everybody. And she's worked for everybody, right? across canada across the united states mexico she has been everywhere europe she is definitely a a hot asset right or at least uh laurel laurel ness or whatever you wanted to call her at the time was definitely a hot asset in the indie community so she, i agree randy it would have been cool to see her in the elimination chamber to give her kind of that spot outside of comedy but i can see why they went with somebody like raquel because you're just going to throw people around and that's what they need in the match. They need right. somebody to toss people around and they don't have like the Nia Jax in the match, of course, because what we're going to be talking about very soon, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax and their split screen interview. Oh my God. Side note quickly, who the hell is going to be watching the elimination chamber at 4 AM? If you guys are waking up to watch the elimination chamber at 4 AM, I feel bad for you, man. That is pretty rough around the edges. 
Well, I normally wake up at five and I was thinking of waking up at four. So don't feel bad for me because that's what I do. I get up with the day and watch the sun rise. Because, but <laughs> in turn, personalities is just like you said. Chelsea Green is a personality. I think her personalities outshines her wrestling completely. You use their uh, indie name and it definitely does work. But again, Raquel, you need that house. You need that person that can throw around and, and make certain things that they did definitely do the best choice. Yeah, exactly. All right. So next we see Jay Usu and he's ready to yeet his way into the intercontinental title scene. Um, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> but then we get a split screen interview here between Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley. Rhea talks about wanting to go back home and prove that she is different, but Nia doesn't care and promises pain. What Nia doesn't realize is that the pain is going to be for all of us to have to watch this match. Yeah, well, here we go again. Uh, I'm changing. I'm actually sort of changing with with like Nia is supposed to be like the giant. Like she's using words like squash now. That is exactly yeah. the things that she should be saying. They they have to make it believable that that Nia has a chance against Rhea which she does. I'm scared to be honest with that they might they might uh switch it. I'm I'm not sure, but I think it's definitely setting up for Becky versus Rhea at WrestleMania. Don't use your eyes with me. I'm the small Freddy, dog in the Freddy, fucking picture. So Freddy, how high how high are you right now? No seriously, because here I am sitting listening to you say that Nia Jax has a chance to beat Rhea Ripley, and as I hear that I'm like, you do realize it's in her hometown. Like that would be catastrophic heel heat and i don't think that they're gonna do that like they've done it before they never know they've done it before so naya coming out <laughs> after the battle royal two and squashing everybody like like zoe zoe and everything else like that chelsea everybody yeah. it proves the monster she is they need a monster guess what people are already calling a monster so why why can't she be it i am not changing my mind on naya jacks don't go there but Rhea does <laughs> need an opponent so Okay, okay. Thank God that you're not changing your mind on Nia Jax. Then, then we're okay. We can continue this friendship. We can continue this conversation today. Because Jax's promo is just her saying, I'm big and I'm going to shit on you. I'm going to shit on you. Oh, yes, I will. I'll sit on you. <laughs> you said something else. We can't say that anymore on the podcast. I said sit. I said okay, sit. okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I said, let's go. Okay. A little bit of a this southern is... accent, a little bit of twang. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> we got a special look at our truth's history with the Judgment Day. He insists it was a special moment when they first met, like the first time John Cena tried on a pair of jean shorts. Our truth never changed. We absolutely love you. He definitely makes the Judgment Day uh, even better. I also am noticing that while I was gone, uh, there's a new group called DIX. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and our truth is completely believing that this is the original DX, right? 100%. DX in his corner going forward. Wacky our truth just going completely off the cuff, entirely whimsical with everything that he does here for us on screen. And we love it. We absolutely love it. Now, here's something that is so weird to me randy and tell me if i'm wrong like honestly <laughs> i will we have ufc wwe partnership coming full on to the screen here when we have michael chandler calling out conor mcgregor saying that there's an irish man who's been hiding from him for a long time 
what is going on with this cross promotion? Uh, for a while, people were saying, hey, Connor might even come to WWE now that he was potentially retiring from MMA, right? But this looks like that's not the case. Randy, your thoughts on you know UFC making its way here into WWE? About fucking time. That's my thoughts <laughs> on it. So, yes, they should. They own the company. You know what? This is going to sound, and I'm, I hate talking about another company right now, little TNA-ish. You're Endeavor. You own the UFC. <laughs> you own WWE. You have the, your biggest pay-per-view event every every 100. So UFC 100 was big. UFC 200 is big. UFC 300 is coming up. Why not? You have a contract with a guy. Get one of the guys that want to fight the biggest draw in UFC to come out and do a promo because you own the company. And it's your dollar and your time. Minds me of TNA. Do you see any TNA? Has it... I'll use the rel- the the relativity in this. This is going yeah. from another company. TNA. Yes. Does anybody ever watch TNA on the Fight Network or on Access TV? You ever see their commercials? All the commercials are about other stuff, like a concert coming up and this and that in another program that's on the network. Guess what? And some and a terrible movie that's coming up as well. That's right. But Anthem owns all of that. Everything that they're all promoting. The on, you never see a Viagra commercial. You never see a 1-800 lawyer or anything else like that. And why is that? Because you own that time. So good job for putting UFC and Michael Chandler on it, calling out Conor McGregor because you have UFC 300 coming out and it needs a better main event. So it was a brilliant idea. Call out Conor, create the stir and controversy on 2 million people that are watching the show tonight. So good job. Good job. Well, you know what? You know what, Randy? It might be like what we were talking about. This might be the kind of advertisement that we see when we have the Netflix uh, merger finally kick in and all of Raw's coming on Netflix ad-free. They might move things like this, these types of segments in there as a, you know, living, breathing advertisement. I, I think that that's probably the way that they'll do it. A little more organic than being like, let's cut to the back quickly and have well, our truth talk about Rogaine. We might as well we might as well talk about this right now because it does happen tonight. And I know you fast forwarded it through the commercials and through the entries to the matches. So I know because we've had this talk yet, a little problem with the internet. Tonight, what was shown on TV? You saw Michael Chandler. You saw that Cinder guy from PBR, the bull riding. Who owns them? PBR. Endeavor. Oh, oh I you also that. saw a little vignette of the people that were sitting behind uh, Michael Cole and uh, Pat all after this, this bald guy and this blonde girl were talking. They never look forward. Then you find out they're the Netflix producers or the community from Netflix. They are doing exactly what I just said. And it's smart. What Sorry. a smart man you are, Randy. You Not are me. so smart they are. to notice that. Well, okay, they're smart, but you're even smarter to pick that out. You're like, whoa, I'm Randy, and I'm here to give it to you. Give you the the good stuff, right? No? Thank you, sir. Maybe Thank so? You. Maybe. Okay, cool. Okay. I disagree. Chad Gable is ready for Ivar. <laughs> Ivar is ready for Chad Gable. Incredible. What an amazing backstage segment we had there honestly these backstage segments are terrible sometimes man they're just the worst give me vignettes give me like vignettes and video packages and hype packages over these backstage conversations which nobody ever speaks like that and nobody turns to the camera like that when they're talking to each other randy imagine we were having a conversation and we were quickly turned you know front face to the camera 
left side stage, right side stage for Randy. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> this is when Randy's going to say that it makes all the sense in the world to him just because he wants to be a contrarian today. No, 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 no. I'll leave this, <laughs> this one off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Next matchup, we got R-Truth, The Miz, DIY versus Judgment Day. Wow, that's a lot of people in the ring. Huge brawl to start off. Judgment Day is sent outside, leaving the other four to do the DX chop as we take a break. The DX chop, Randy, is making its way back into wrestling. It is currently, let's just think about it, all right? It it is February 20th, 2024, and we are currently doing DX chops. We have the rock on the screen and $500 shirts. What is going on? We've completely gone back in time, and I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Johnny Gargano is Shawn Michaels. Tommaso Ciampa is Triple H. Yes, it is 2024. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, in this match, everything breaks down. At the end, Priest escapes the AA, the attitude adjustment, setting up a South of Heaven to pin R-Truth at 1540. The fans were way into this one, but you just can't have R-Truth pin someone who very well made me the world champion we, we know that he's still got that briefcase, right? He's hanging out to the, that briefcase. That briefcase has pretty much just become like a little puppy that he likes to walk around at this point. It's very well, cute. But what does con- he do besides poop? Oh, contraire, Eric. Drew McIntyre pinned Cody Rhodes. Why can't that happen? This is what I want. <laughs> Go ahead. <Yeah. laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like, why can't our truth get a goofy pin? Just not on him, right? Yeah, it doesn't true. need to be on Damian Priest. We all know Dom is there to take it. Hey, we all know that JD McDonough is there to take the pin and take the beating in every single match. So you're right. Why can't they have the win there? It uh, it only makes sense that he could, right? Um, but, oh, well, that's what happened, and here we are. So after that, we have a quick look back at The Rock officially joining the bloodline. Like Randy said, probably one of the better things to happen in wrestling in the last couple of weeks that we've been away then Sami Zayn is, he says he is hitting the pause button on Drew McIntyre because there is a path for him to WrestleMania and he will be a champion. What? <laughs> I don't what? <laughs> what? I I I, 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 I'm so I agree with friends. you. <laughs> so where has Sami Zayn even been? Like where has he been? And he's he's got a path to be a champion at WrestleMania. What championship are we talking about? Are we bringing back the 24-7, 6-11, championship? Like, what championship are we talking about here? Eric, I agree with you. <laughs> I have no clue what was going on. I agree. That's the first time. That is the first time that we've agreed, and I love it. I love it. Then Becky Lynch, the man, is here for a chat. She's asking the fans if they like that or they do as she stays. She talks about how she's going to win the Elimination Chamber and earn the right to fight Rhea Ripley and McAfee adds, or Nia Jax. Right. Contrarian, like Randy, of course. <laughs> Ripley's been on a roll of a lifetime, but there is Lynch, who is the biggest threat to her title, and uh, I gotta agree. Out of anybody else that is there currently, who, who, who else is going to be a bigger threat, right? But, like I said at the start of the show, we got this Great Elimination Chamber segment. Here comes Liv Morgan as well. That is great. Uh, She's making her return and getting just thrusted directly into the Elimination Chamber, it seems like. Raquel Rodriguez comes out. Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, and Bianca Belair to say that they're all going to win. Randy, how terrible is that new Naomi theme song? Terrible. It is. eh? Everybody's saying it. I agree with the Smack Daddies. I agree with you. 
It is just give her her old one, please. That's all. It or is. It is a. It is an impact version of her theme song now with Naomi instead of Trinity. Exactly. <laughs> it yeah. is really really bad her old one was perfect man yeah. like why do you need to change it don't don't break it if it's not sorry don't fix what's not broken it's right. not necessary but anyways end of this Q Nia Jack she comes in to wreck everyone and squash everyone like she does and uh, Randy's a fan of it Randy is here for Nia Jax squashing. listen so I got confused with this segment to the end of the rumble this is the yeah. segment I'm talking about yeah now, this, this segment does two things. It either, A, it makes everybody, Tiffany, Raquel, Naomi, Becky, Bianca, look very, very weak. But in turn, it makes Nia look like a monster. So if, by if, listen to this, pure luck that Rhea Ripley is able to leave Perth with the belt, then one of these people are going to have to face Rhea. Nia just destroyed them all. That doesn't make a WrestleMania match for me. Think of it that way, logically. Don't get me wrong. All these people here, Bianca, Tiff, um, Naomi, Raquel, Liv, I would definitely like to see in a WrestleMania match, but Nia just came and destroyed them. Too bad. Like, way too bad. All of them are destroyed. So I don't think that this helps. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I can't hear you. You are muted. We are having internet problems. Oh, geez. Here we go. Randy's internet problems today. <laughs> my apologies, Randy. My freaking apologies. But I, I think it's too soon for Tiffany Stratton. That's, uh, you that's know, right. easy to say. Uh, she's definitely going to get there. She looks like a star. She is a star. She moves well in the ring. Bianca obviously is another de facto choice she's done it many times and i can say easily that every wrestlemania main event match or uh women's title match that bianca has been in has been a huge not only a great match but a huge emotional moment right like it right. always carries a lot of weight and there's always a little bit of tears at the start of the match and i gotta say i love that i love it when people get hit a little and then they're like all right let's wake up it reminds me of edge coming back to the royal rumble and quickly looking at the crowd, and the guy was just about to cry. And then he just kicked in out of nowhere. He was like, boom, rated R superstar. Let's go. Uh, but I think his name Becky, is Adam Copeland now. Adam Copeland, yes. But this is Becky. If Becky Lynch does not win this elimination chamber, I don't know who can fill the shoes because it only can be Becky no. Lynch. No, I agree. And and based on the storyline with Rhea that they've been building up here for the last, let's say, three to six months, it only makes sense that it's Becky. But I do like that they're not just throwing it to her and they're making her earn it. That's right. the best thing about it. That's honestly, right. Good, right. Good point. Very good point there. I like it. Make her earn it. Does yep. she is she worth it? Can she work it? Gonna pin them down and reverse it. All right, let's go. Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh, speak of the devil. He's ready to make Sami Zayn famous. Okay. I don't so think now... we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. What? Sorry. As we put this into queue now, Randy, as yes. we put this into queue now, it's like, hold on a second. Sammy just said that he's going to be main eventing WrestleMania. And the way that he does that is by potentially beating Shinsuke Nakamura, who hasn't won anything, any feud in the last like three months, even though he probably should have. He could have easily won at least one of those yeah. matches against Cody, but he wasn't allowed to. 
what the hell is going on? Drew's you got to do something. You got to do something with these upper mid card guys. Yeah. And I think that unfortunately Shinsuke and Sammy are completely moving themselves out of that upper tier and they are a hundred percent in the mid card now. hundred percent Mohawk kid. <laughs> Mohawk kid. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Next match. We got Chad Gable versus Ivar. We all love these matches because we know that Gable is going to throw around some damn big men. And we know that Ivar is going to jump around like he's somebody the size of Chad Gable. I mean, that's a pretty good assessment, right? Yep, 100%. Love it, love it, love it. World's Strongest Slam is thrown out here in the match. Gable goes for the leg lock, the ankle lock, sorry. It's broken with a whip to the floor. Ivar sends him into the apron and takes back the inside for a top rope seated senton and a near fall. Gable gets in the suplex into the moonsault for a two count, followed by an ankle lock for the win. Oh my God, Chad Gable got a win on Monday Night Raw. It's and it was time. great. It was great. Ankle lock. Look good. The moves, everything else, like the moonsault, um, the Everest German suplex. Holy crow. This match was way better. And you looked at it, Chad Gable versus Ivar. Yay. At the beginning. But again, Chad Gable does it to us and uh, makes us cheer by the end of the match. He does. And honestly, like every match that he's been in, he's been like great. There hasn't been one Chad Gable match where he hasn't been great and him and Ivar actually work really well together because Ivar is a super athletic big man. He is criminally underrated. Honestly, if anybody should be moving up to that upper mid card, eventually it should probably be this guy, right? Mm -hmm. Like he should be seen as a potential threat for the IC title. I think a little bit more than Jey Uso, even though I think WWE at this point has so much stock riding in this Jay Uso yeet and all of that other nonsense and the bloodline storyline that they're like, we really have to make the best out of Jay. Right. But I think naturally Ivar has gotten himself over so much these last few weeks on raw. Um, at least the ones that we've been watching. Right. Randy, that's what I'm saying. hundred percent. Chad Gable and Ivar making themselves stars. You know what else makes us where they make stars and what else is like so hype after you will see it. There's a Destiny Wrestling uh, event coming up. Play sponsored ad here. Hey, did you know that Saturday, February 24th, Destiny World Wrestling returns to Oshawa and the Children's Arena for Destiny's Reckless? Is that the event featuring the indie god himself, Matt Cardona? You bet it is. I heard he's not going to be there alone. I heard Steph Delander showing up. I heard Fighter Flight is showing up. Vanna Black, Tara Zep, Lindsay Dorado, and a whole bunch more. Man, you better get your tickets now. They're on sale at www.destinywrestling.ca. And you can reach for Destiny as well. And you can also be a part of it. Just go to, like we said, reveltree.com. Get your tickets. Get ready to go. Randy already completely told you the whole fight card for carnage coming up and uh it's a good card i'm not gonna lie it is a good card and uh, i likely will be there i likely will be there on behalf of snme and hopefully with randy yes march 3rd yes for sure march 3rd with randy c randy's going to be in the main event he just hasn't announced it yet he's going to be taking on trent seven <laughs> mystery point. mystery point. <laughs> it's time to put the old wrestling boots and get out the mask i love it I love it. All right. We get a quick elimination chamber rundown. I dig the rundown. I like the rundown. I like the hype. I like the elimination chamber. I just wish it wasn't at 4 a.m. Because like 
I'm not waking up that early for this. I'll watch it afterwards, hopefully. But you know what? Correct me if I'm wrong here, Randy. Is watching a pay-per-view afterwards ever as good as watching it live? Never. And and I blame social media. Yes. Right? Yeah, because no matter what, no matter what you do, it's impossible to avoid, right? right. If you tell you, I'm going to avoid this website, I'm not going to look at it, great. You're going to get a message from some guy, like instantly, like, oh my God, did you see that The Rock is back on Sunday? And like, like no, I'm sorry. The Rock is back and he's part of a bloodline again. I knew about that way before I even saw it. Yep. I knew about the finger, sorry, I almost said the finger banging gun that Rock <laughs> threw up. Finger bang. Bang, bang, finger bang. Bang, bang club. Um, instead of the bloodline finger, yeah. Bang, bang, the bang, bang chain gang, man. Um, shout out to Texaco gang. Shout out to the Texaco gang. Bang, bang, Texaco gang. Um, but yeah, I, Randy, oh my God, we're completely off. We're, we're completely off topic here. We're off topic. <laughs> but... Drew McIntyre says that he's ready to win the Elimination Chamber because he can beat everyone in it. I completely agree with that statement. I completely agree with that statement. (laughs) (laughs) You hear what I said? (laughs) I heard exactly what you said. Okay, sorry. You bastard. (laughs) Me and Randy haven't talked to each other for longer than 20 minutes in the last two weeks, and we've sworn at each other more than we've ever sworn at each other in our lives at this point. And you know what? Usually we're swearing about Nia Jax. Mm. So this is a welcome change. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Drew McIntyre can do oh, it. He man. won one fucking match against Cody <laughs> at the beginning of the card and you're fucking Bethel on the hype train again. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, listen, Eric. I love listen, you. We've, we've been talking about Drew. Who else is? Tell me, Randy. Who else you're the only one. one. You're the only one talking about Drew. I promise you that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh my God! No, listen. Is it gonna be Sami Zayn then that wins the Elimination Chamber? We're not in Montreal this time. No, I have no clue. I have no <laughs> clue. I have no clue. But good point. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm probably not gonna watch it live anyways. I'll find out everything after it happens before I can even watch it myself. Right. Texture. But here we go. Main event of the evening. It's the Intercontinental Title Match: Gunther and Jey Uso. What a strange pairing. Honestly, this is like the oddest bedfellows kind of combination I've ever seen in a match before. Um, Gunther is just solid in the ring. You know, he is a basic guy. He's an old school guy. Jay Uso, I still really see him only as like a tag team specialist. And I don't know what it's going to take for me to see otherwise. Besides like his match with Roman Reigns when there was nobody in the crowd and that was just an incredible match, right? That was awesome. I haven't seen that main event Jey Uso since then, since the pandemic, Randy, but we're still building him up as main event Jey Uso because he's the one guy that they've turned on the bloodline within the bloodline, but who knows? Maybe by mania he turns again and he's like, I'm back, baby. I'm Jey Uso. Okay, Gunther is always going to give us some great stuff in all of these matches, right? We know he's going to come out chopping, and and he's not going to be flopping. He's going to be just clotheslining fools and kicking people in the jewels. No, he just doesn't. But uh, Gunther, Gunther is just a formidable, strong opponent. Jay Uso in this one, he really does do a a good job here to give the crowd a good match. Honestly, it is a decent match that we see between these two. And he just can't keep up with Gunther's chops. 
And that is the original, sorry, that is the classic story with any Gunther match. You can do whatever you want to try to form a formidable offense. But eventually, even if you are at that point where you're going to get those two counts and you're going to get those near falls, Gunther just stands up and smashes you with a chop. And that's it. That's it, man. Gunther is the lumberjack of WWE. If there is anybody that could fit a mold of a lumberjack, it it is Gunther. He is Paul Bunyan of the WWE. No, I wouldn't go that far, but it's pretty close. But it's exactly what you said. Do you think Gunther would drive a Canyon Arrow if he was in The Simpsons? Canyon (laughs) Arrow. He's not much of a manly man. You just said he's Paul Bunyan, right? It's Paul Bunyan, yeah. You're trying to make fun of me. Enjoy your water. Oh, no, I'm not making fun of you. I love you, Randy. Anyways, man, somehow Jay gets the spear. He sets up another one. Superfly splash connects. But Jimmy Uso rings the bell. Oh, my God. More bloodline dastardly duos here tonight between Solo and Jimmy. He's ringing the bell. Jay dives onto Jimmy and super kicks Gunther. But the Superfly Splash hits the raised knees, allowing Gunther to put a small package for the win and retain at 16 minutes and 52 seconds into the match. Um, Yeah, I mean, not a bad main event. The ending definitely added a little bit of variation to it, and it made a lot more sense. If we were going to get to the point where Jey Uso was going to win this match, I don't know what I was going to do with myself, right? If we actually had this be the time where Gunther loses the belt, Right before WrestleMania, it would make no sense. But what this does make a lot of sense for is the continued rivalry between Jimmy and Jay. And it, dude, if we, I'll tell you right now, Randy, I'll give you like minus like 1,000 odds that we are going to have Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. Is there any other match for these guys besides that? 100%. Again, seeds Gunther, the Paul Bunyan, not just chopping down trees, planting them. And bringing in Mr. Jimmy in there for his brother. Yes, it is definitely, definitely the match that's going to happen at WrestleMania. Like I said, right? I mean, I was kind of joking at the start of this review, but I was saying we're planting little seeds. That is definitely, definitely the theme of Monday Night Raw here tonight. And it was an okay Monday Night Raw. I'm not going to say that it was incredible because I don't think that it was. But Randy... I'm always going to ask you this question because I love to hear what you have to say. Are you ready for it? What's that? You ready for it? Yeah, I guess what? what Randy, what? what did you think of Monday Night Raw? <laughs> what did I think? What did I think after two weeks off of not watching a wrestling product? Really? Fully. Um, what did I think of this week's WWE Raw? Well, welcome to In This Corner. Welcome to In This Corner with Zane. Randy. With Randy C. Well, Eric, thank you for asking me. What did I think of this WWE Raw? It started with a banger. It finished with a banger. Jay, main event, Jay Uso 
living up to his name. Eric B. rewatched that match because it was great with Gunther. You used a perfect example going back to Roman Reigns. That's exactly how I felt. Jay had a chance. Unfortunately, his brother Jimmy, little brothers, I wonder who's older in that situation, but little brothers always do, getting involved and screwing things up. Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre, Eric's favorite. I'm going to buy him a shirt. Now, the finish to that match, Drew pinning Cody, definitely surprised me. But in turn, the match was great as well. The only problem I have with it, this is Eric B's favorite wrestler. When he does the countdown of three, two, one, you got to be the biggest idiot not to avoid that. I would just be listening out of my right ear and just avoid it. That's why Drew McIntyre loses all the time. And I don't know why anybody likes him. But unfortunately, he did pull away with it tonight. Chad Gable and Ivar. Chad Gable, you're the man. You're definitely the underdog of WWE. I am noting this on my computer as we speak as wrestler of the year and he could have been for the last two years he definitely has a fight in this battle now the battle royal the 500 lady 13 minute battle royal that did happen raquel wins yeah she comes back she should definitely win but i really wanted chelsea green to win all these vignettes and promos, these well-produced vignettes and promos giving me the big fight feel for what's coming up, I definitely enjoy. All this UFC talk of PBR and Netflix got me excited. All this positivity from the crowd giving to me while I'm watching this product, this three hours seemed like three minutes. So Eric B, what did I think of this week's WWE Raw? I give it two thumbs up, even though Drew won. <laughs> oh, Randy, I love you for your opinion, brother. Thank you so much for that. And you know what? Rudy the Rooster definitely agrees with you as well. He is squawking his way onto the scene, and he is ready to say, Drew McIntyre is ready to win the world championship. And he's going to beat everyone, Randy. I'm sorry, man. I just, I'd like to keep on egging this on at this point. Oh, um, I like it. I like it. You didn't squawk it, though. Do your squawk. That can be his new mascot. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There got his sound effect in. Rudy squawks. I got Rudy squawks added to the show today, and I like it. I like it a lot, just like I like everybody coming and staying for us for the entire show. If you guys made it through the entire show, thank you so much. Again, thank you so much for your patience. It meant a lot for me and Randy to be able to take this time off to refresh ourselves, to kind of avoid the internet a little bit. And uh, yeah, just get back into wrestling a little bit. Uh, so Randy, always pleasure, a pleasure to have you on. Randy, where can people find you if they want to go ahead, send you a message, or hey, if they even want to get in on these $5 ad reads? Where they can find me. I just want to give a special thank you to first to you again. I hope you had the greatest vacation. I know you had a good time and everything else. Yeah, man. So bless it. I'm glad to see you with a big smile on your face. I also want to thank, thank the you, Smack Randy. Daddies. The Smack Daddies for, especially Brad the Dad there, for covering us with the Raw Rush for the last two weeks. Brad, I talk to you a lot. You know you're the man. Thank you for doing that. I want to thank you to all the messages that came out saying, where are you? Where are you? Are you guys coming back? So on and so forth. It means the world to me. Guys like 
that meant yeah that was that was pretty awesome i'm not gonna yeah. lie to, we to got hear from you guys and actually say that you missed us it actually made me realize i'm like hey like, we're actually doing something pretty funny randy, randy so man rob arbic gimpy sean burkhead oh sean burkhead but thank you <laughs> uh, Derek cockburn um all of you carlos um, thank you very much for all the message sent, so on and so forth. I definitely appreciate you. We're on a fine network called Sunday Night's Main Event. You can go and check out the two main shows. The main show hosted by Boris Aguilar, Sunday Night's Main Event on TSN and iHeartRadio at www.sundaynightsmainevent.com. They also have The Law with my good friends, the notorious TID and little Brady Wedham. They are The Law, live audio wrestling. Great show. He had crazy Steve this week. I think he's trying to yeah. squawk his rooster there again. Um, that was pretty crazy, actually. I <laughs> love that crazy Steve interview. Honestly, guys, crazy Steve is just, he's a wrestler that gets no attention for how talented he is for somebody being a completely, uh, you know, legally blind man. So That's right. it, it, it's crazy that he isn't praised as highly as he possibly could be. But you guys got to listen to that interview. The guy's got a lot of great things to share. That's right. We got to list the great stuff on the network, like Steve Swift, MLW Rewind, George Mackay, Uncle Bobby B, Straight Talk Wrestling with George, um, Melball, uh, Andre and Melball, the great show, New Japan covering. Lyric's been on the main show doing some interviews, which I appreciate, appreciate that as well. Um, there's tons and tons. Godfathers of podcasting. I can go on and on. Of course, the Smack Daddies. Um, go to again Sunday nights main event.com or join the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Sunday nights main event. There's a whole ton of, of stuff there. We also have a YouTube channel, and you can go to youtube.com forward slash draw stars raw. 1500 subscribers, unbelievable, and the downloads and listens to it too. So, not just on this platform, we're on that pl platform as well. Comment, subscribe, like. Please do it. Tell us that you're watching and listening. So that would be perfect. Because you know what? I think one day we're going to have to switch this into video. And if that's the case, I'm going to have to gimmick myself up again. But uh, <laughs> yes, thank you to all that. And sorry for the long ending. And Eric, um, where can they find you? Oh, they can always reach me on Instagram. I have a ridiculous tag that you guys know and love. That is wrestling with Eric. That is without a W, without a G. A little confusing. I get it. But if not, just send me a message, guys. You can reach me on Facebook. I am Eric Blondin. I am very happy to be back um, to be able to provide you guys with some excellent content. And you're going to see also a lot of stuff being going on on another page, one of our sponsors, the Handshaking Team, THT, which I am also one of the runners of. So there's a lot of great stuff going on. Just reach me anytime, honestly. And I don't care if you call me Eric. I don't call you if you call me a jerk. I don't care what you call me. Just call me something, honestly, right? Just reach me out and we're good to go. Have a chat. So Randy, always a pleasure, brother. For everybody that's listening, again, thank you for the time off that we had here but until the next time please take care of yourselves and each other and continue to live your lives impactfully everybody live laugh and love wrestling Deuces. Deuces.
I'm Chiquita Banana, and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you You can put them in a salad No, not yet, my dear That greenish way you're looking means that you are ripe for cooking How about me? No, no, when you are fully ripe, my dear Those little flecks of brown appear Me? You're most digestible, my friend. Delicious, too, from end to end. You can put them in a pie any way you want to eat them. It's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. Bananas are a solid food that doctors now include in baby's diet. And since they are so good for baby, I think we all should try it. Oh! See, 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 see.